Support for Pirate Talk Radio comes from you, the listener. To support this broadcast, check out patreon.com slash TV. Now this is what I like to see. A grand adventure, a fight to the death, and a great big pile of treasure. You'll have quite the tall tale to tell once you make it home. The trouble with being the pirate lord is that everybody tries to follow in your footsteps. Briggsy, Grey Marrow, the crew of the Morning Star. Why, I ask you. This place, this sea of thieves, is bigger and stranger than any of us know. I reckon you've learned as much or you wouldn't be standing here. There'll always be new stories to tell, riches to plunder, and monsters to chill the blood of anyone brave enough to seek them out. As for the Gold Hoarder, I doubt we've seen the last of him. It's never that easy to scrub away the stain greed leaves behind. Still, I'm sure he'll think twice before picking a fight with you again. For now, I'd leave the treasure be. Its power has claimed the hearts of too many pirates already. That skull should fetch a pretty penny with the Order of Souls, however, if you're so inclined. Whatever you choose, take care not to linger. For the Shroudbreaker's power is nearly consumed. I'll have my envoy return it to his resting place, ready for some other crew to test their metal. Perhaps we'll meet again over a grog or two. My door's always open to true pirate legends. Until then, farewell and remember, it's not about the gold. It's about the glory. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Pirate Talk Radio. I changed up the intro just a little bit because of today's episode. That was, of course, the closing scene of the original Tall Tale series uh, ending with the Shores of Gold. If you haven't done it yet, you should do it just to watch it. Um, but that was the audio to it, and it's the Pirate Lord uh, talking to you um, after you kill the boss and uh, you, uh, you finish that uh, set of Tall Tales and get ready to move on to, uh, to the next one with uh, Flameheart. But today's episode, I, I, I've heard this um, quite a bit over the past week from a variety of different people um, and a variety of, of different friends of mine. And that is, uh, is Sea of Thieves stale? Is it stale? Um, why are veteran players not playing as much? Why are they leaving? Um, and, you know, as someone who's only played this game for just about a half a year, six months of its two year, over two year, um, you know, rain i guess as has probably the best uh, pirate game right now ever made um i've got some thoughts on that and and i've thought about that and like i said i've talked to some veteran players who who continue to play because of their friends and because of communities they're in and and because they enjoy the game but ultimately there's really nothing for them to to accomplish and i have some thoughts on that and some things that maybe rare can can start looking into um to to take care of that and and maybe maybe help out um, but first, I want to talk about uh, my experience, why I love this game and, and why this game has held my attention um, for six months now. And, and I don't see that um, stopping anytime soon. Um, I have a background in MMORPGs. 
Um, that is that has been my bread and butter uh, since I've started gaming long, long ago uh, when I was only what before I was thirteen uh, years old uh, when I found kind of the first MMO that I fell in love with. Um, it, I I was playing games on on DOS, right? Iceman and and side scroller text based games, and uh, on an Atari playing you know Asteroids and and Pitfall and and things like that. But I found uh, first Ultima Online, uh, which is a 2D MMO RPG. And that was fun. And it, it, was, it was my first real dive into a multiplayer game. And it had PvP, it had PvE. Um, didn't really have much of a story per se. There was obviously the background story of the, of the game itself, the lore of the land you're, you're playing in. Uh, but there wasn't really much of a story. Uh, you just kind of, it was kind of like an open world Dungeons and Dragons without a dungeon master. Um, you know, you could venture around, you could mine, you could build stuff. It was a skill-based game where you only had so many skill points. So if you're, if you're creating armor, those skill points goes up. If, you, if you're fighting with a sword, sword skill points goes up, spear, et cetera, et cetera. You only had so many skill points. Um, so you kind of had to pick and choose what your character did. And you basically wrote your own story. But there was not a story per se um, to the game, aside from, again, the lore of the game. Uh, in 1998, I beta tested the game that I still play today, um, which was EverQuest. Um, it was the very first 3D MMO RPG. And for you WoW lovers out there, if EverQuest didn't exist, WoW wouldn't exist. <laughs> um, EverQuest shocked the world. Um, with its 3D user interface and ridiculous gameplay. Um, and that game is still being developed to this day. Uh, it released in 1999 and is still producing new content today. Um, they've definitely done a good job. They, the new Daybreak games who took over from Sony have done a great job of bringing players back and keeping veteran players um, here, again, it's nowhere near the subscriber base it used to be. It's nowhere near the subscriber base of, say, World of Warcraft, but it's still there. It's still there 20, um, 20 years later, you know, 21 years later. It's still there, and I still play it to this day. So um, it's a game that's lasted through the ages, and another game that, yes, there is a story of the game. There is a story of the expansions and what's going on, but there's no real storyline quest per se. There's no real, you know, it's taking you through. You are just a person in this world of an adventure in this world. And you basically write your own story. And I've enjoyed those type of games where it's kind of you're writing your own story. And I played World of Warcraft for, for a very long time. And in World of Warcraft, it the, the game... Each expansion took you, the hero, through the story and you made decisions and, and choices and, and watched how it affected the world. But your story was already written for you. Uh, the game wrote that story for you. And though the game was fun and I, I played a long time, it felt empty to me because it felt like the game developers was driving where I had to go and what I had to do. And the development choices on Blizzard's side made that more and more apparent as the expansions came in. And if you're not familiar with World of Warcraft now, if you play the the specialization system is very simplified, where it's basically 
you take this for PvP, you take this for PvE, and there's no real thought process into it. It's very cookie cutter. This is what you do, this is what you don't do, right? And so I've been searching for a very long time for a game that fills that void where I get to make my decisions, I get to choose how I play the game, and I get to enjoy the game the way I want to, and I get to create my own story. The game doesn't tell me what my character's story is. I get to decide that. Uh, enter six months ago when I was introduced to Sea of Thieves, and I fell in love ever since. And I get it. Everyone's attention span is a little bit different. Everyone's sense of accomplishment is a little bit different. Everyone's um, play styles are a little bit different. So I can definitely see how veteran players who have been playing this game for a year or even two years could feel it getting a little bit, bit still, right? There's accommodations to do, but some people don't like doing cargo. You know, there's accommodations to do. Some people don't like searching every day in and out for the shrouded ghost that apparently doesn't exist, except to some people. <coughs> um, excuse me. There are some people out there who, you know, they don't want to ship battle, right? They want to do team deathmatch or TDM in the arena or whatever. And so, because they've done everything else or, or they've experienced it and it's just not what they want. And I get it, you know, play once a game releases, it's going to hit a tight at some point and then it's going to fall off. You know, we got a huge uh, influx of players with steam, which was absolutely amazing. And again, some of those players are going to stay. Some of them are going to fall off. We've got a very high population right now with Sea of Thieves. And I, and I hope the developers understand, you know, they're working with borrowed time right now to get bugs taken care of, to get hit registration taken care of. And I think they understand that. Um, because if they don't clean up these little things, um, eventually that new player base of Steam users is going to just quickly whittle away, um, and and that launch was basically wasted. And I think they're working on that. Um, but as far as content for, for veteran players, for me, this game, I could play this game just like I did for EverQuest for 20 years, Right, Because each time I log in, it's a new adventure that I get to write for my character. I don't know what missions I'm going to end up in. I don't know what events I'm going to end up doing. I don't know what ships I'm going to sink. I don't know who I'm going to run into in the seas. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get completely destroyed or if I'm going to have a great battle or if I'm going to completely destroy someone else. I never know. Every time I log in, it's a brand new adventure and it's a brand new story for my character. Um, to, to have. And, and some people don't view this, you know, they just view it, hey, it's a game that I get to shoot people and I get to blow up ships and I get to steal loot or I get to do, you know, I view it very differently. Um, and I view it in that MMO mindset. Every time I log in, I get to write a new chapter in my character's life, right? Um, we had Ballin on uh, a few weeks ago on the podcast talking about the, uh, the, Flameheart event, and he is very big on lore and stories, just like me. And you know, he's been playing since this game launched, um, and he's actually working on his second character. And by that, I mean he wrote in his story. It's not in the game; it didn't happen in the game. But he chose to write in his story that this this character he's playing right now is the son of his last character, and it just gives him now a new ability to have a new character that does different things and does things differently. And he can approach the game in a different way. Um, so, so for me, I, I challenge those veteran players who, who found love in this game for a reason to evaluate why they loved the game before 
and look at the game now and how far it's come on a technological level, but also how far it's come on just an open world that you can do whatever you want in it. And sure, if you're one of those people that you go and you sink a few ships or you steal a few pieces of loot, or maybe you're a person who just wants to go dig chests and you get your loot stolen from you every so often, and that gets frustrating and you're like, ah, I've, I'm, I'm done for the day, I want to go play something else. That's fine, but you're coming back to the game and you're playing it and you're enjoying it. Um, and so I, I, I challenge those veteran players who are feeling that this game is stale to really look at how far this game has come and more so, if it's stale, it's because you are making it stale. You are entering the game saying, well, same shit, different day. And I challenge you to look at the other games you're playing. Let's look at some of the other popular games right now. Fortnite. How on earth, if you're playing Fortnite, can't you say that's stale? It's the exact same thing every single time. You enter a lobby. You paratroop in. You fight to the center of a circle, and you either die and get eliminated, or you stay alive and you win. Let's look at Apex Legends. Same concept. You're in a lobby. You paratroop in. You fight to the circle. You die. You're out. You win. You win. You live. Warzone. All of these popular Battle Royale games right now, it's the same thing every single time. League of Legends. You start on one side, you've got three lanes and a jungle. It's the same thing every, di- every time. The champions might be different, but the game is the same every single time. Now, I don't know about you, but stale is a term we use in food. Stale means bland. Stale means the same. Stale means not exciting. Well, if you ask me, something that you do the exact same thing on every single time is stale. That is boring. And that, for me, is a personal personal feeling and why I don't play Battle Royale games. Even I look at games like Overwatch and Paladins, very popular games. It's the same thing. Counter-Strike, Valorant, they're all the same. You start on one side, you go disarm a bomb or you, you push a payload, your team wins or loses, and you restart it all again. There's nothing else to do. You either push down your lane, you defuse the bomb, you, you set the bomb and win, you kill your team, and you restart it, and it's the same thing. Same map, same everything. That's stale to me. Sea of Thieves is the same map. I'll give them that. But you never know what event's going to be up. You never know what emissaries are going to be or where they're at. You never know what mission you're going to get. You never know what ships you may encounter. You never know what megalodon you're going to encounter. You never know if you find the shrouded ghost and you start attacking the shrouded ghost and a kraken spawns and a skeletal uh, galleon spawns on you. And you're sitting here like, well, this game hates me. I'm fucked. No, it's a challenge. Step up. Win. That's a different story. Because next time you may be sailing and you get krakened, And that's it. That's a different story. It's another chapter in the story. It's different. It's not the same map with the same three lanes. It's not the same map where you push the same payload to the end. It's not the same map where you're fighting to the center of the circle and you either win by killing everyone or you lose 
But at the end of the day, when you start another match, it's the same exact map. It's the same exact outcome. Well, some people are still going to say, well, Davram, it's still the same thing. It's still a Meg. It's still a, a Kraken. It's still skeletal ships. Well, yeah. But you never know when they're going to hit. You never know what's going on. For those players out there who don't like certain things, like voyages, like um, merchant runs and things like that, well, I challenge you. Try them out. Get some friends together. Try them out. I know for me, I don't like merchant cargo. I don't like livestock. I don't like it. But if I get a group of friends together and we're all doing it together, we're sinking ships in the process, absolutely, I'll get them done. But I can, I can see people's argument about the game being stale, but I challenge them to relook at the other games they play. Right now I'm playing through Diablo 3, Season 21 on YouTube to, uh, to get 100% completion. I played Diablo 1 since it released. I played season 18, what, two years ago? A year ago? The game hasn't changed. Sure, bug fixes have happened. Still the same thing. Sure, armor's changed maybe a little bit. Still the same thing. Still the same thing. That game is stale. My character's story is already written for me. There's nothing exciting in it. Sure, you run into some some RNG craziness with some of the dudes and their abilities that catch you off guard. Sure. It's better than Fortnite. It's better than Apex. It's better than Overwatch as far as things that aren't stale. At least every so often you get a weird RNG moment. But at the end of the day, it's still the same game. It's still the same greater rifts. It's still the same challenges. It's still the same Nephilim rifts. It's still the same. But you play it with other people and it starts to become a little less stale. Sea of Thieves is constantly changing. You get monthly updates every single month. That's sure, sometimes they just have bug fixes, but the, most of them have some sort of new content. Oh, Davram, I don't want to do PvE content. Well, then go do PvP content. Well, Davram, no one's doing the new event, so how am I supposed to do PvP? Hunt them down. Search for them. Oh, well, that's boring. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. You're playing a pirate game with a giant open world ocean. The point is not for you to log in, drop out of a helicopter, and immediately be into action. If you want that, go play a stale saltine cracker game like Overwatch, Paladins, Apex, Fortnite. League of Legends. Enjoy the salt on those crackers. Because those are stale. The only thing not stale about Fortnite is Save the World. And 90% of people who play Fortnite now today have no idea what Save the World is. That was Fortnite before Fortnite became stale. But Sea of Thieves is not stale. There is nothing about Sea of Thieves that is stale. 
even for people who've played this game for two years. Now, they may be burned out on it, and they may be saying that that's stale because they don't have anything to do. But I promise you, you don't have all the check marks on all the accommodations done. There's still things you could be doing. And even if you do have all the check marks on the accommodations done, there's still plenty to do out there. Every day is a new adventure. The seas are not the same every single day. The winds are changing. The encounters are changing and popping up. There are new players out there. You just have to find and write your own chapter to your adventure. And the reason I played that clip at the beginning of this is because the essence of what the pirate lord said is exactly why the game is not stale. There are countless more adventures to be had. Every day is a new adventure. And it's not about the gold. Hell, I've got almost, what, 9 million gold and nothing to spend it on. And we'll address that in a minute. But it's not about the gold. It's about the glory. Get your ass out there and sink some ships. Do some PvP. Do some PvE. Get your accommodations done. Become the greatest pirate on the seas. Because I promise you, most people who are probably listening to this, including me who's talking about it, are not the greatest pirates on the seas. Challenge yourself. Get involved with different communities, the cutthroats like I'm a part of. Get involved with uh, the, the Sea of Champions group, with the Race of Legends, and their arena and PvP tournaments. Get involved with the NAL and the top-level arena plays. There is so much you can do. And if you're looking for PvP, there's a lot of options out there. If you're looking for adventure, there's plenty of options out there. There are countless adventures to do every single time you log in. Hell, my stream on Sunday night, we logged in. And uh, we were on a brig, me and Soapy and Joe. And we went and did, um, what did we do first? Uh, we went and did a skeletal fort. This is skeletal fort, super simple. We had so many laughs. It was so fun. So many laughs. And then we head to one of the new tornadoes, the Ashen Lord Camps. And in the process of trying to get this Ashen Lord kill, we had to defend it against six different, well, not six different, but six galleon attacks. Some of them came back after we sunk them. Sometimes two galleons at the same time attacking us. Just to find out that there were two Tuckers on the island trying to, to steal the, the item from us. We still fought the boss. We killed the Tuckers. They returned in a sloop. We sunk their sloop. We killed them. We finished the boss. Our boat never came close to sinking. And then once we get all the loot and we're loading it up, I'm jumping in the water to swim to the ship to get on the ladder. And sure enough, one of those tuckers had got back on the island and was swimming a keg out to us. Constant action. <clears throat> it was an hour and a half of constant action. If you think that is stale, you've lost your damn mind. You've lost your damn mind if you think that's stale. Now, does that happen every single time? No. 
But I can tell you in my last months of streams, we're probably averaging and a f- we're probably averaging in a normal stream at least two PVP encounters an hour. Now, some of you may think that's light. Keep in mind, we're not server hopping. We stay on the same server, or maybe we might switch once in a five-hour period. Some people are hopping and 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 hurting the server stability because of that stupid-ass decision. We're staying on the exact same server and easily putting out five to eight hours of content and sinking about two ships per hour. Not server hopping. To me, server hopping is boring. Oftentimes, I'll tune into a streamer and they're funny and they're entertaining and I'm enjoying their content. But if they start server hopping, that to me is stale and boring because I just sit them, log in, oh, look at the tables, look at the sky, log out. Log in, look at the tables, look at the sky, log out. Log in, look at the tables, look at the sky, log out. You're not adventuring, you're not telling a story. You're not writing a chapter in your pirate's life. Get out there on the sea and actually hunt people down. Dig up some chests. I know some people think that's boring. Dig up some chests. Put an emissary on and sail around and see if someone can come get you. Go to the Fort of the Damned. Start the Fort of the Damned. Start working on it. Start stacking Fort of the Dams until someone sinks you. Create your own adventure. This game is a blank page for you to write and do whatever it is that you want to do to have fun and bring excitement. So many people are, are so just want to, that, that I've seen, they want to hop servers and they want to tuck on forts and they want to steal Fort of the Dams. And when those things aren't available, all of a sudden the game becomes not fun. And the game becomes not, it becomes quote-unquote stale or boring. Why? Challenge yourself. You go start the Fort of the Damned. See how many times you can do the Fort of the Damned before you become too scared to do it again because people are coming and attacking you. See how many times you can do the Fort of the Damned and get the loot out. Can you do it three times, four times? Can you do it ten times and still save your ship? Don't leave for supplies. Supply up before you get there. Don't leave for supplies. You have to leave your ship there. In fact, challenge yourself even more. You have to leave your ship there and anchored. You can only lift the anchor to go sell, and you only get to sell. How many times can you withstand attacks from people? Challenge yourself. You can write your own adventure. You can test your skills. You can push yourself. That's not stale and boring. It's not Overwatch. It's not not Paladins. It's not Apex. It's not Valorant. It's none of these round-based games that are the same every single time. Same map. Same paths. Same everything. You get to decide how to play Sea of Thieves. So what can Rare do? Because obviously my words are, people are just going to be like, yeah, that's boring. Yeah, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So what can Rare do 
to try to keep players, veteran players around. Well, I can tell you one thing. One thing that's not going to work. The one thing that's not going to work is more accommodations. That'll work for some players. That'll work for the completionist like myself. So for me, adding new accommodations gets me more excited for the game. I'm a completionist. Even if I had a check mark on everything, including killing the, the shrouded ghost five times, I would still be playing the game. But new accommodations just mean more things for me to go after. That's not what drives a lot of people, right? So I think a few things um, could be interesting. One, uh, multiple events being up at a single time. So obviously Fort of the Damned is on a completely different um, um, event list than the rest because it, it's player created. But I think things like a skeletal fort and a skeletal fleet up at the same time or a flame heart and a tornado up at the same time or maybe you can every so often have three events up at the same time and what this is going to do is it's going to spread players there's up to six ships on a server right some people don't go and do events because they're scared of tuckers they're scared of getting getting attacked if you've got multiple events up a player may be more inclined to go to one of those events because maybe they feel like they can complete it before an aggressive ship goes through the other events and then gets to gets to them and finds them so i think more events being up at the same time now we've got forts fleets flame hearts and tornadoes now so that's four different events um i think it wouldn't be um two out of the ordinary to have two events up at any given time and don't have them have it in the program to check, you know, don't have two events up in the shores of plenty, have them on opposite sides of the world. So if you've got something up in shores of plenty, put something up in the wilds. If you've got something up in the wilds, put something down in the, in the roar, you know, put, put multiple events up at any given time. Next, um, I think a new arena mode needs to be instituted. It is very frustrating when you're trying to do legit arena play, like the game is meant to be, and you've got teams who want to do uh, TDM. Now, again, I am not discouraging them to play arena the way they want to, but arena is built, and arena's purpose is for you to get in there, naval combat, get the chest, turn in the chest. And when you've got people who are TDMing, it's very frustrating because it it becomes boring. If you're the only, I've played Sloop Arena where I'm the only one going after the chest. I'm not playing Sloop Arena to get my Sea Dog rank up, though I need it. I'm not playing Sloop Arena to get the accommodations checked off, though I need it. I am playing the game in order to get PvP. And I don't want to sit here and go to one island and just shoot each other up and not play for the chest, not have naval. That's what I'm playing for. So I think a new uh, arena game mode of TDM would be really cool. Pick an island, Wanderer's Refuge, Plunder Valley, Pick an island, 
Make your own island. Create an island, for God's sake. Use shores of gold. Actually, it's probably pretty big. But pick an island. Spawn in your teams. And go. It could be a four-person. It could be a three-person. It could be a two-person. And based on the size of the uh, of the of the island would be based on the the player. If you've got five teams of four, pick a big island. If you got five teams of two, pick a small island. No ships. No ships. You could even have a chest. You could have a turn-in guy. Pick an island with one of the uh, the um, the cargo guys. You still have to dig up a chest. You still turn it in for silver. Maybe have mermaids just off the coast that you spawn on. Or maybe you've got ships on the on, on around the side, kind of like the arena point turn in the broken down ship, and that's where you spawn on. You've got one spawn point per ship. Maybe the the turn in point is on your ship. You got to go get the chest and come back, or Take the chest out of it completely. And you just literally go on the island and it's team deathmatch. I think that mode would excite a lot of players. Would you need to put new accommodations in? No. There's plenty of, of kills needed to be done with the arena weapons. All that you would need to do is limit limit boats. Make it make it a, a on land fight. So limit your boats. Take out the chest, and award the award the same points. You you don't even have to change the points you're awarded right now. For um, for silver, five points a kill. Sure, the scores are going to be lower, but that's going to encourage people who want to get the accommodations for getting the. You know, however many tens of thousands of silver you need for those accommodations in the arena to actually play the normal arena and not the team deathmatch. But you're still getting silver. You're getting kills with your weapons, which you need for accommodations anyways. And you're giving players a team deathmatch style gameplay that so many of them want right now. Next, there's a lot of players out there who enjoy the arena. Not team deathmatch, but the actual arena. And the queuing system for arena is 110% garbage. I spent 30 minutes. I was in a full crew, and I spent 30 minutes one day waiting for a match. We eventually left and started to try to find another lobby. We had two full crews ready to play in the arena, and we had three other single-person crews waiting for players, either closed crew, whatever, and we were all just sitting there diddling our daddles in the arena like, what the hell's going on? Rare needs to put something in where if you don't have an acceptable-sized crew within five minutes, the servers merge, and we bring in players with crews, and we boot out players without crews. Don't just sling people in where they're a one-man or a two-man galleon. If you don't have three people in your crew, you get booted, and someone with three or more comes in. It is so frustrating 
as as a player, like we would go to a venture. We want to play arena, but we would go to a venture because we're sitting there for 30 minutes because these knuckleheads, I, I don't know why they queue into Galleon Arena solo. Maybe they want to get an open crew or something and they're not available and they're just waiting. Cool. After five minutes, let the servers go whoop, 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 and 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 shake that ball and get crews in there that are actually going to allow you to play. Aside from TDMing, Sloop Arena feels pretty healthy. But Galleon Arena isn't. Galleon Arena is not healthy. The other thing that it's been a bit since they've introduced is a tall tale. Now, I'm not saying there's a lot of veteran players that would come back for a new tall tale. I'm not saying that at all. But a tall tale does speak to some people who are who love storyline and who love that kind of part of the game. And some of them are waiting for a new tall tale. And when a new tall tale comes back, they'll come back and they'll see some of the other cool stuff. Will they all stay around? No. Some of them will do the tall tale, get that part of the story, and then they'll be on their merry way. But some will see the changes that have been made. They'll see the new events. They'll see the flame heart face in the sky. They'll see the tornado in the sky. And they'll start to pique their interest and say, ooh, something's changed. Let's go check it out. So I think that is is another thing that that they could do is is get a tall tale out. You know, there's there's a monthly update. Monthly update. Let's have a quarterly tall tale update. Haven't seen a tall tale for a while. Every quarter give us a new tall tale. Now, I know tall tales they need to be good. They need to be in-depth in story, and they need to be detailed. They need to be fun. But I don't think it's too much to ask to have four tall tales a year to push that story forward. I don't think that's too much to ask. And those are that's going to keep your lore hounds around. That's going to keep your story players around who are playing it for the constant story um, changes. And expansions. It's not an easy answer. It's not an easy answer to keep players around and and bring veteran players back and keep veteran players. It's not a simple, simple answer. There's a lot of little things that'll bring certain players back. It'll keep certain players, but there's not one single overarching answer that's going to bring players and keep players. But there are definitely things Rare could do in order to bring players back and, and accomplish, you know, keeping that player base that they, they've now, you know, got with Steam. You don't want to lose your old Xbox players and you sure as hell don't want to lose your new Steam players. You know, Rare is talking about this game being a 10-year plan. Well, we're two years into it and we're already starting to talk about the decline of a player base. That's not good if you've got a 10-year plan. So I think Rare needs to take a look at things that the players want, aside from bug fixes and hit reg, and start to maybe give us some of those things. Team Deathmatch Arena. Fixing the arena queue. Putting more events in the sky. So 
maybe to eliminate some hopping because now the players have to check multiple events before they can go on. Maybe even make the Fort of the Dam randomly pop open. Just randomly. Gray Marrow trying to come back without being summoned. Fort of the Dam pops up, all of a sudden that server gets exciting. Bring some random excitement into people's lives. Not just, oh crap, I got Meg, Kraken, and Skelly shipped all at the same time while I'm doing a Flameheart event. Well, shit. That just feels bad. Bring some other excitement in. Just, I don't know. Program a random role where, I don't know, today, on this on this day on the server, you know, the 10th of August 2020, 5.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're just going to pop a fort of the dam. Boom, it's there. All of a sudden, we got some excitement going on. Log into a server. Oh, there's no emissaries on the table. Holy shit, though, there's a tornado over there. And there's a fort over there, and there's a flame heart back there. Bet there's someone doing something. Lowers your server hopping. They're now going to have to go out and adventure and find those folks. But you got to reduce the server hopping. You got to make these servers more stable. I'll tell you one thing. You need to start resetting your servers every single day. Every single day. You've got memory leaks out the ass in these servers. And the longer the month goes on, the worse it gets. These servers should be, maybe it's midnight BST. I don't know. But they just need refreshed every single day to keep them fresh. Keep them clean. Keep that memory clean. Every single day, midnight BST. Just just make an announcement. Every night. Midnight BST servers will be taken down for 15 minutes for reset. Or maybe do it once a week. Every night's probably a a, a bit much. Once a week, right? The old school EverQuest World of Warcraft quote-unquote maintenance. Every Wednesday at this time, servers are taken down for 15 minutes to a half hour for a reset and maintenance. That was the old school way of doing it. No one bitched. No one complained. They were afforded ahead of time, and guess what? The servers were healthy and kept going. Tell you what, that'll keep some players around. They don't have to worry so much about these memory leaks, invisible players, and vulnerable players. They don't have to worry about hit regs getting out of control. They don't have to worry about all that crap. Why? Because there's no more memory leaks. Why? Because we're restarting the servers every single week. Oh! Hello! Rare, hire me. Multiple events in the sky. Randomly pop up a Fort of the Damned each week. Fuck it. Give them team deathmatch. Who cares? Give us some tall tales. One a quarter. Just some ideas. I think they're good ones. I'm sure other people have other good ones. Tweet me. At Davram TV on Twitter. If you're listening to this and you have an idea of how Rare can keep veteran players around that doesn't involve just adding accommodations. Tweet me. Tell me your idea. 
Because here coming up, I'm going to sit down with a player who took a month off, and he came back, and he's having a hell of a time playing this game. He's loving it again. And we're going to sit down and talk to him. And we're going to see why, you know, he took a month off because he was burnt out, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. Now he's back and having a blast. And we're going to talk to him about returning as a player and how the game feels. Because I don't think there's a lot of veteran players out there who maybe have taken a break that really understand how much the game has changed. But I also think Rare needs to do a better job of keeping those players around. But those are just my ideas. Those are just my ideas. The last thing I want to talk about, and this really doesn't have to do much with keeping players around, but the the pirate lord in that says, it's not about the gold, it's about the glory. I played for six months and I have almost nine million gold in this game and have nothing to spend it on. Rare, give us something. Give us something to sink gold into. Maybe we can convert it to ancient coins. One million gold for ten ancient coins. Or something like that. I don't know what the conversion is. More smarter math people than me can come up with that. Maybe we can spend a hundred thousand gold and repair our ship. I'll tell you what. You go through Flameheart. You go through some of these fleet events. Your ship looks like dog shit at the end of the day. And you can go back and change the hull color. You can go back, change your cannons, change whatever you want still looks like garbage because there's giant assholes everywhere in it. And the only way to get rid of it is scuttle it and bring it back. 100,000 gold at the shipwright, and she will completely boom. Repaint and repair your ship so it looks nice and clean and sparkly and new. I know, I know there's a lot of players, including myself. We'd have no problem doing that. Every time we go back to, to port, to sell, or change our emissary flag, hell yeah, we would pay 100,000 gold every single time to make ourselves look pretty again. Every time. Just something to think about. Just something to think about. Anyways, guys, that's my thoughts for the week. And I appreciate you guys listening. It was a little shorter episode than normal, but... I just wanted to talk about this idea of the game being stale. And I personally think it's complete bullshit and it's completely in people's minds. And they really just need to, to really rethink they're in an open world game where they can write their own story and everything that they do. I just don't get how that can be stale where, where people playing Valorant and Overwatch and all these other games, they don't find that stale where it's literally the exact same thing round after round, game after game, season after season, nothing changes and you can't do anything about it. But in Sea of Thieves, every day is a new adventure. You never know what you're going to run into and you need to write your own story with the ridiculous amount of options out there. Absolutely incredible. But guys, you can check me out Thursday through Monday 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. You can follow me on YouTube, at Davram TV on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Davram TV there. We may be taking next week off. There might not be an episode until later next week, or might not be one at all. I'm taking a vacation next weekend, so streams will not be going on. Um, the weekend of, uh, what is it, the 14th of August. 
Um, I need a vacation. I'm taking a short little uh, little break in vacation. I'll probably put up a YouTube video about what I did on vacation. Should be a lot of fun. But guys, thank you very much for listening. I very much appreciate it. If you would like to support the broadcast, you can subscri- subscribe to my Twitch channel, Davram TV on Twitch. Drop me some bits on there if you want to you want to support there or you can check out the patreon patreon.com slash davram tv where we do have some perks and rewards based on the level of monthly support that you give but guys thank you very much take care of yourselves and each other we'll see you next time on pirate talk radio